Welcome to Rebel Radio, the place to be for healers, coaches, and changemakers who are seeking answers, hungry for impact, and open to possibilities. Join us for casual and epic conversations for the healers and coaches willing to do what it takes to activate their limitless wealth through the power of unity consciousness and quantum numerology. The key to claiming your personal power, activating your purpose, and creating infinite possibility in your world. Hello and welcome to the show. I am so excited to be diving into yet another epic Rebel Radio conversation with my new friend, Jody. War- I'm not even going to try to pronounce your last name. Welcome to the show, Jody. Thank you for being here. Please pronounce <laughs> your last name for us. Um, well, Wokaling. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for having me on, Cindy. It's practicing that before we went live. I still didn't get it right. That's awesome. My my last name gets messed up all the time as well. So I am curious, uh, before we came live, I was sharing with you a little bit about your numerology, which I do with every guest that comes on the show. And what was your biggest takeaway or little awareness that you received from that? Um, it's interesting. You actually said some of my key key personal characteristics so mm-hmm. it was interesting like you said that basically on um my numerology says I'm the type of person who almost takes responsibility like the weight of the world which that's definitely my history um and also sort of the leadership and wanting to make a real impact which yeah def- definitely where I come from yeah I love that and we're both ruling number four so immediately we have that connection yeah for sure so good so how would you describe, you know, who you are? Who is Jody in the world and who are you most motivated to serve? Um, so as sort of your numerology pointed out, I'm somebody who wants to make a real difference. So mm-hmm. um, I guess probably the way I describe myself more than anything is purpose driven. So trying to make a real impact. And the way my work has kind of developed on that is I serve people around resilience and around stress. So that's um, either individually with people helping themselves, um, leaders with either helping themselves or leading in a way that um, is stress resilient for their team. And also at a larger scale, um, business cultures of how to set up cultures that um, are more resilient to stress for people and able to deal with the stresses and deal with the challenges that come up and be able to to move beyond them. So mm, I think that's such an important skill to have. I mean, stress is just a common thing in this world. So it, it makes sense, especially during these times, to be able to understand how to navigate that. It's so important. Yeah. So you have a book. Tell us about the book. <laughs> so um, it's called World Class Leadership, only recently been released. Um, and it's it's pretty much designed for your um, organisational leaders, so like your CEOs or your CFOs or, or that sort of level, um, around what are some of the the common cultural issues that happen in organisations. So it's an awareness piece around to be aware of what cuts. It's pretty much designed for them to go, ah, oh, I recognise my organisation in that description and that mm-hmm. sort of stuff so they're more aware of it because awareness, if you're aware, you're halfway there to fixing it. Right. My clients hear me say this all the time. Awareness is everything. (laughs) 
Absolutely. I love how the ruling number four is showing up in that too. Even just the title of your book and that leadership and really just helping. And the fours, I mean, the fours, no stress, like nobody's business. We carry the weight of the world on our shoulders. So for you to be showing up in that capacity in a leadership position and sharing how to navigate stress, I think that's so powerful, very much in alignment. (laughs) It's interesting how the numerology is tied in. Yeah, it shows up everywhere. (laughs) The numbers don't lie. So what do you desire most in life and why? Um, As I said, I'm I'm probably more purpose-driven than anything. Um, I mean, there's there's obviously the normal things of wanting positive relationships and good health and that sort of stuff. But I guess the real key thing that, that really drives me is that purpose and actually making a difference and helping others to, to navigate um, their challenges. So, Yeah, I love that. Impact. It's all about the impact. So good. So let's dive into the deep questions because we don't mess around here at Rebel Radio. We like to talk about unity consciousness. What does that mean to you? It's it's a, such a timely question at the moment. I'm really, um, it's a really, such an important thing to talk about. So to me, unity is about, um, it's not everybody being the same, but it's about um, acceptance and tolerance and consideration for people's differences. So to treat everybody with um, respect and listen to them. And, I mean, the big thing that I see happening so much at the moment is this whole cancel culture thing. And also um, people feeling really isolated, not able to really show them their true self. And a lot of that's come out of of hurt, of feeling that they've been... um, been judged so to me it's about yeah basic that's like the human basics that we just seem to have forgotten a lot along the way accept people respect them listen to them understand they have different opinions to us fine no problems um yeah and it's yeah it's such a timely thing at the moment it's it's so much cancel culture and so many mental health issues yeah absolutely and i think Sometimes I like to think in really weird possibilities. And one of the possibilities that I've come up with in this idea of, you know, we all have different opinions, we all have different perspectives. Can you imagine how boring our world would be if we all had the same opinion? Like, just think about that for a second. And so why wouldn't we appreciate everyone else's opinions and perspectives? Because it makes life interesting. Mm. And it means it gives you an opportunity to expand and grow yeah. as well. Yeah, because how would we ever grow if we all thought the same thing? Imagine if we all oh, thought the sky was blue. <laughs> I love it. So good. Most of my audience is like, yeah, but the sky is blue, Cindy. <laughs> just Not just, always. Not always. Not always. <laughs> not always. Sometimes there's green. Sometimes there's purple. Yeah, it can be all sorts of different colors. I love it. So what kind of habits or rituals do you have in your life to dedicate yourself to this concept of unity consciousness? It's interesting. It's probably ties in again with my purpose. So um, around helping people with resilience. So I try to spread my message through um, social media. LinkedIn's kind of my main one that I use more than any others. And um, really spreading the message around again, 
different perspectives and and trying to um, educate and sort of expand people's perspectives. Um, the other side I really find is that you mentioned earlier that awareness is half the battle. Mm-hmm. Really working on myself, I find that's key because you, you, in in general, in all sorts of areas of your life, you can only meet others to the extent that you've met yourself. Yeah. So I've done an enormous amount of work working on myself, and and I'm nowhere near perfect, far from it. But when things like um, triggers come up or, or things I find challenging or I react in ways that I don't think are fantastic for me, it has almost become a habit for me to really kind of dissect that and try and overcome it. And that's been, for me, a real key thing in my own development and really getting to the core of what's, mm. in, we, we all have things that we don't either like about ourselves or we don't think are ideal getting to the core of them, working on them and and, and trying to um, address them as much as I can. Yeah, I love that. And I think it's so important, you know, this whole concept of self-love, is it kind of can be a little bit flippant of, well, you know, you need to love yourself, but how many of us actually spend the time and really love ourselves? And how can we love other humans if we don't love ourselves? I think that conversation is so crucially important right now, especially, but all the time. 100% agree. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's something, it's it's extremely common that, that people at their core don't love themselves. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And it's not it's not self-care and self-love as in, as in give myself um, baths covered in rose petals or all that, <laughs> that sort of stuff. It's, it's actually really sometimes doing the real hard work is the best self-love, yeah. looking at your, your parts of yourself that you don't really want to look at. Yeah, I love that you bring up that discernment because as much as the bath with the rose petals is lovely and definitely self-care, but the real self-care comes when you're like laid out on the floor, snot bubbles, what the fuck am I doing and why am I doing this? That's where the self-love matters the most because that's where you can see your shit and you face it head on and you love yourself through it. That's the only pathway through. Yep, totally agree. Yeah. I love it. I had a moment like that last night, actually. So it's very top of mind for me. I like this not bubbles reference. So <laughs> we all have those ugly cries, right? Yeah. Yeah. And those ugly cries are so healthy. I think that's important to remember, too, is often we're taught by society to shove it down, numb it, dumb it, drug it, Netflix it, alcohol it. But if we can just let ourselves have that deep, ugly cry, then the other side of that is so amazing. And I know, I'm sure you've experienced this. When you have that ugly cry, once you're done, you feel amazing. Yeah. Um, sometimes you can feel really emotionally exhausted, but mm-hmm. but you give yourself some rest and some sleep. And yeah, absolutely. It's yeah. it's it's like a, a, a weight of the world's been lifted off your shoulders. Yes, exactly. I love that. So good. So how do you see your business evolving with your desire for unity consciousness? Um, I guess it's about um, the size of my audience. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, the, the more people I can reach, the more people I can spread my message to, the more I can possibly make a difference in their life. Mm-hmm. Um so in terms of the way it's evolving, to me, it's probably about um, accessing 
more people, which is where platforms like this are fantastic because you yeah. get to talk to an audience that you otherwise wouldn't have spoken to. So yeah. that's kind of where I see it developing the most is, is yeah, reach more people, make an impact with more people. Yeah, I love that. Oh, it comes down to that impact, right? The more people you can talk to, the more impact you can have. And it just ripples out to everyone. And I always talk about this, you know, even when you go to spend money at the grocery store, think about the ripple effect that you're having. You're not just buying food. You are helping pay for student, uh, their children's education, their children's well-being, the farmers that are producing the food. It's not just the box of crackers you're buying. <laughs> And it's not, and it's, and it's that you talk about um, going to the grocery store. The way that you turn up in the world with that, do you actually smile at the person serving you? Do you? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's so important. And we recognize it, especially during times like global pandemics, when you're wearing a mask and you can't smile at people, but you can feel the smile. Right. And instead of just going into the store with your head down and not making eye contact, we can make a difference in the world simply by smiling with the eyes and being open hearted and just being welcoming to all different opinions and perspectives. And oh, it's so beautiful. I just got goosebumps just talking about it. Well, I think we're on the same wavelength, Sydney. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. So while we're on the conversation of money and the impact that we can have, Another conversation that we love to have here at Rebel Radio is the one of wealth. And wealth is a word that's got a weird definition. Nobody really knows what it means. So I am curious, what does wealth mean to you? How do you define it? I think it's around, to me, it's around having your basic needs met without having to feel you have to scrimp and save too. So things like shelter, food, being able to pay for your bills, being able to look after your kids. So wealth in terms of the security side of that. Um, and it's to me, it's also about choice. So if you have wealth, it opens up options for what you can do in your life. Um, and that can apply in all sorts of ways from travel to feeling that you're in a position to start your own business to, it, 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 to me, it's choice. Yeah. Um, Money just for money's sake means absolutely nothing to me, but it's very much a, a very useful tool towards the other things. The other thing too is if you want to create a lot of impact in the world, whether that's through things like um, philanthropy and, and giving or whether that's through things like what you and I are doing and spreading a message, wealth gives you the ability to do that, whereas if you were scrimping and saving to survive, you won't generally have that option. Yes, I love that you brought that up because I was gonna if you didn't. <laughs> because when we have more money, and like you said, that's a tool that we can use, right? So when we have that more money, we can move that money out into the world in ways that are so impactful, rather than just hoping that we can have food on the table at the end of the day. I think I'm so glad that you brought that up. Thank you. That's, yeah, that's how I feel about wealth too, is the impact we can create with it. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about, you know, your journey as an entrepreneur and what is one thing that you wish every entrepreneur knew? Yeah, it's, it's interesting. I, when I work with entrepreneurs, I see people who are so passionate about what they do. You, most people wouldn't go down this road unless they were really passionate and really 
devoted Mm. um, because it's a very demanding path being an entrepreneur. The biggest thing I would say to them is to look after themselves. Now, what I mean by that is I see a lot of entrepreneurs who devote themselves so much to their work, they'll do things like not go to the doctor when they have something that needs addressing, Um, maybe not eat the best, not get enough sleep, all the the basic look after yourself. So my biggest message would be is you've got to be in a really good state yourself in order to be able to do that sustainably over the long term. So please treat your own well-being as a priority and not as like a inconvenient distraction. (laughs) Right? I love that. I was just having this conversation last night. I'm teaching a group of students and in that conversation, we're talking about putting a schedule together so that you know when your assignments are due and things like that. Basically preparing yourself for the workforce or being an entrepreneur, whichever they want to choose. And I said, schedule yourself in first. And they all kind of looked at me like, what? But my assignments are due. And I said, but if you thinking about in you, if you're in the workforce or if you're an entrepreneur, if you don't put yourself first, and there goes your physical, emotional, and mental health. And then you're useless and you can't do anything. And you get fired or you don't have a business. So we need to put ourselves first so that you have all of those pillars of well-being. And then you can create whatever you want. Absolutely. We do it backwards. We do it backwards sometimes. I know I'm guilty of it too. <laughs> and, it, and it's about over the long term because any almost anybody can do that for a short period of time, but doing that for three years or more. Hello, burnout. Mm. Yeah, talk about stress, right? <laughs> yeah, so good. So what's something you've discovered about yourself along your journey that would be helpful to our audience, something that's helped you grow? Um. My my journey really came out of my own resilience challenges. Um, mm. So I was somebody, um, as the numerology pointed out, who felt the world of the, the weight of the world on my shoulders and really was through most of my life very much affected by by stress. So my biggest discovery is actually recognizing that in myself and developing my own knowledge to know that there is an alternative and and creating those habits and and um, hard self-analysis um, yeah. to actually move beyond that. So my work is is based from very much a help myself perspective. So that's probably yeah. the biggest thing. And isn't that the truth for most of us as healers, coaches, tra- trainers, change makers, is that we're teaching what we know. We've been through the fire and we're on the other side and we see how we can help people with that same story. And I think that's a really common thread. Yep. So good. Jody. I want to thank you for being on the show. I feel like I could just have these conversations all day long. (laughs) But as always, we end the show with one last question. What do you dream of for the world? I love this. Um, It probably goes back to the wealth thing in a way in that I would like a situation where everybody has those basics of life and doesn't have to feel like they scrimp and save to for the basics so food water shelter that sort of stuff and everybody feels um like they belong and they're supported and they matter which i think is a lot of the stuff that's tied to a lot of our mental health um issues so yeah that whole thing of everybody feels um happy healthy welcomed respected all that sort of stuff. So mm, I love that dream. Thank you for sharing with us.
Thanks for being on the show today. Thank you. Thank you for joining us for another epic episode of Rebel Radio. If you feel so inspired and wish to expand the message of unity consciousness, please share this episode, leave a review, and of course, if you want to know how to leverage this information in your own life and business, check out our website or contact us for more information. It is time for us all to seize our personal power, come into unity, and create massive impact together. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week.